So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically do Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. We are live for a Thursday edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to connect and looking forward to finding out what's on your radar. And I uh, got a couple of stories I want to share with you, but uh, more importantly, it's a People's Talk Show. So I want to hear what you guys are keeping an eye on. So as always, let me know via chat. And then when the phone lines open up, 313-462-0027 is the number to call and let your voice be heard. All right. So. Let's jump right in. Make sure everything is flowing smoothly on my end. I got a couple things worth bringing to your attention. Just filtering through the, some of the noise, shining more light on how the reshuffling of the current reserve basket is underway. And uh, I put out earlier uh, in the Twitter sphere as well as on the community page uh, how the continual dethroning of the petrodollar system. Uh, it, all, it all starts and continues with handshakes, and that has to do with uh, Russia and China in particular and their many meetings, as well as all the other countries that have met over the last several years, uh, planning for the day the Federal Reserve System is no longer relied upon and all its debt obligations and things of that nature. And so I noticed a comment, and, and someone mentioned that the dollar is not going anywhere, and I do agree with that. So I want to clarify what I mean by the utilizing the word de-dollarization and all the things I've talked about over the last couple of years. And so the word dollar in of itself as a medium of exchange has been around since the founding of this nation. And so that goes back to the Coinage Act of 1792, which defined what an actual dollar would consist of in the form of weight and metals. And so that's not going to change. But over the last several hundred years, what has changed as is the payment networks, the infrastructure, as well as the actual instruments have changed. And that's what's that's what I'm referring to when I'm saying that the de-dollarization process is underway and the world will eventually no longer rely and depend upon and utilize the Federal Reserve System and the derivatives, also known as dollars, as the payment methods, as well as the foreign exchange mediums uh, in the future. So that's you know ahead of us. So that's what I mean by uh, the de-dollarization Federal Reserve note system. So anyway, just so I thought, thought I would clarify myself on that. So I want to make sure always, uh, for those that have interest, I want to uh, point you guys to where you can find out more about the de-dollarization process and all the videos I've done throughout the years, just shining on how handshake by handshake for last decade plus, uh, there's been a move away from the current payment network that is led by the West, in particular, the United States. So that's always something that you guys can uh, check out if you're interested. So before I dive any further, uh, for those that are new to the channel, definitely hit the subscribe button, show your chat, show your love for the channel, and then click the bell notification so you'll be notified when we go live. So you always stay plugged in with us. And uh, it's always good to be able to get to, to you directly without uh, any interruption. So. Let's keep moving. Let me check in via chat real quick, and then I will jump into some headlines, share my two cents, let you guys rant as well, and uh, do what we do. But 
what we got here? We got Ann Tang. We got Ed checking in. We got Tim. We got, uh, let me see, DC Precise checking in as well. Let me uh, zoom in some more over here. We have uh, Joanne checking in. We got the uh, the FIFA brothers. If I'm not saying I ain't correctly, I'm sure I'm butchering it. Forgive me. Tony B checking in. We got Dude Boy X checking in as well. Uh, Fires. Uh, X says, did you read up on the food manufacturer Fires? Uh, so other than having shared in the Discord, I grabbed that uh, demonstration. I think it was from, from Twitter uh on david morgan's page so actually let me uh just pull that up real quick for those that may not know what he's referring to but this is let me grab this real quick make this if i can let me give me one second i will grab it on the fly and do the best i can with it let me so this is just referring to it looks like according to the headlines over the last six months there's been approximately I think it was 18, if I'm not mistaken. And I am trying to pull this up, but for whatever reason, having a little difficulty. Let me bear with me. But uh, I'll, I'll pull this up so you guys can see what it, it, they're referring to. And uh, you let me know if this is coincidental or intentional. <laughs> but uh, we'll definitely jump on this as well. So, uh, But I appreciate that. So I'll pull that up in one second and uh, go from there. So let me get through with these acknowledgments here. Uh, Kevin says, bring the financial literacy today. Uh, paper monopoly money only has a store of value zero. I appreciate you, Kevin, my friend. Uh, what else we got here? We got C Patterson checking in. Appreciate you, my friend. Uh, an alternative silver bees, BC Madrick, Will Smith. Okay. Fair amount of people here as always. Appreciate you guys for blessing me with your presence. Um, it definitely makes, uh, the idea of trying to speak truth and spread truth, uh, that much more valuable when you got people who resonate with you. So, Appreciate you, but just want to jump into this real quick, put together a visual aid last minute. Uh, but it talks about just uh, the reshuffling of the deck, reshuffling of the what's considered reserves in the global monetary order. And outside of Israel being the most recent, that's what we're being told, it's just interesting how uh, the progression has sped up over the last several years. And it's really ramped up over the last two years as a result of the weaponization of the Federal Reserve note system. So here you guys see a little visual aid here. I'll chime in more. Uh, let me zoom in a little bit and I'll read a little bit more here. But as you guys can see, this this is just the, the Central Bank of Israel, their current uh, foreign reserve holdings. And so what's the most notable on this is if you look at the very last one here in the 2022 target, this bright or dark blue to the far right over here. This is what is worth paying attention to just because uh, a lot of people say the yuan might be the world reserve currency at this current moment. I wouldn't go with that narrative, but it's interesting how several nations are deciding to reshuffle the deck. And of course they're not doing away with the federal reserve, AKA the dollar. It'll be in the basket still. It's just reducing their dependence upon it. And also f minimizing more of the risk that will come in the future as the Federal Reserve continues to weaponize the fiat currency game, and I'm about to share with you more of, of, of reason why it's of concern to me and definitely these individuals here. And of course, go to the part of this equation here, but we won't hear none about that from them. But this is just what's happening here on the surface. Thought I would put it together, showing that over the last two years in particular, Federal Reserve, note, bit by bit has been reduced from as you see, the light blue 2020 was here and it dropped, you know, maybe two or three percent, but 
over the last couple of months in particular, it's dropped significantly from 66% or from 66% down to 61%. And at this current moment, the going rate of the total basket is under 60% at 59%. So it's slow, slowly but surely will continue to be diminished. And then they'll fill in the basket with the renminbi or whatever else. But ultimately, it's all the payment rail infrastructure that's being reshuffled. Okay, so thought I would just get that out there real quick and I'll jump into more. But uh, back to that comment that was made earlier about the fires. And so here are some headlines that uh, they're referring to here. So this is just a compilation of uh, several article news news headlines of news stories over the last, I think it was 18 months, I think. Just showing how Bonanza Meat Company building fire on Paseo Drive near downtown El Paso, burning. Uh, fire erupts at meeting process in Lackawanna County. Crew battles major fire at Cobb County Meat Company. Fire shuts down Nebraska beef plant. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixty, seventy, eighty. So eighteen different meat processing companies mysteriously go up in flames some severe some not take of it what you may but it's just very concerning and there's no such thing as coincidence when you have 18 within a 18 month or so a year and a half time frame so that plays into more of the deliberate attempt to destabilize all means of our life whether from food down to clean water the housing financial you name it It, it's all being deliberately destroyed we know that's a part of the war economic forums agenda between the merger of private and public entities towards funneling humanity down one one narrow pathway (laughs) towards enslavement but i just thought i would just bring it to you real quick all right so let me stop ranting get to some articles here um so what caught my attention happens to be the reshuffling of the deck. That's all. No, don't don't take don't read into it too much. But uh, Israel adds yuan to two hundred and six billion reserves in a philosophy change, and so this is just basically that picture I showed you, uh, the Bank of Israel there. So scroll down real quick. That's the visual aid. More of it right there. But just to give an idea, and it, it's not all at once. They're not looking to completely de-dollarize, but it's the, the continual diminishing of the total weight of the Federal Reserve liabilities in their savings account. Mind you, reserve accounts are the accumulation of a variety of different currencies used for payment amongst nations for different types of trade and settlement on the payment rails and all types of things. And so by reducing the Federal Reserve notes, uh, holding or waiting in that bat in their own reserves, just to me indicates the, slow, gradual removal away from a single primary focal point of a reserve currency, i.e. the dollar, into something more broad-based. And so they added in, as you guys can see here, they added in, uh, let me share what this is. It says Canada, Australian, Japanese currencies also added to the basket. It says Bank of Israel is moving to reduce allocation to the dollar and the euro. And so just to give you some figures here real quick, it says to accommodate the changes, the euro share will fall to 20 percent, the lowest in at least a decade from just over 30 percent. It says while the dollar will account for 61 percent down from 66.5, the pounds weighting by contrast will also uh, double to 5 percent, returning to a least uh, level least lasting 2011. So the euro and the dollar downgrade a little bit. And then in comes the 
renminbi. And so small amount, but uh, something worth paying attention to. But then here's the, the, the craziness of how the bankers roll. And of course, it's predominantly led by the Jewish nationality. Because here we have a program of currency interventions begun more than a decade ago by Governor Stanley Fisher to stem the surging shekel helped by the Central Bank of Mass Reserve. So Stanley Fisher, who is a dual citizen, he has he's a he has Jewish um, uh, citizenship, Israeli citizenship, as well as U.S. citizenship. And he was, I think, on the he was on the board uh, of the Federal Reserve and he stepped down probably, I think, 2019, if I'm not mistaken, he's won. And I'm not sure the seat was filled, but uh, definitely you're serving on the board as governor in Israel. And then you're also in the Federal Reserve. That just goes to show the interconnectedness of all the the central banksters and the whole criminal activity with that model there. But they roll in the same club and we're not in it. Of course, George Yarden reminded us, reminded us of that. And to keep it moving, just right along. Here's something that uh, just will continue to increase. It says this is from IMF, and this is as of last year around the same time frame. And it says U.S. dollar share of global foreign exchange reserves drops to 25 year low. So, as I mentioned, the continual progression of removal uh, or reshuffling of the asset baskets in the currency. So here you guys can see here just a little something to show that it's been trending down over the last several years. And so. Uh, if I can show this right here without this thing in between here, as you guys can see the blue line here, uh, 1999, it was over 70% of current asset or the current weight in the federal re- in the reserve allocations of central banks. And since the quantitative easing, the weaponization and the continual debasing of the currency, they're all in the race to the zero. So it's like, why hold central banks of federal or the federal reserve in particular where we can hold our own and weaponize it and as well as add other nations but as you guys can see here it's down now uh well below 60 percent it's 59 percent so the question is how low will it go and i think between now and it reaching a complete surprising um percentage there'll be a, a complete reannouncement of some type of alternative in, this, in the game as well that's my opinion anyway Keeping on. So so why exactly is it uh, a need to reshuffle your their reserves as well as our reserves, in my opinion? So reserves are simply put in our in our sake, our savings, <laughs> like saving in one currency in, in of itself when it's being weaponized is a threat to your and to your financial security. You know how uh, the Federal Reserve always talks about the activities of other nations being a threat to national security for our country. What about the weaponization of the Federal Reserve note, also known as a dollar, as a threat to your financial security? And so this is what ultimately this is all about. And so here's more reasons as to why it's becoming a financial threat to me. I'm not sure about you, but, I, you know, the Federal Reserve system is a threat to me, financially speaking, because it's robbing me on a day to day basis, especially when you see stuff like this. Visualizing the 13.6 billion in U.S. spending on Ukraine alone. And you might say, you know, 13.6 billion is peanuts. True indeed, but it's continuing and it's not stopping. So this article here is from uh, March of this year. And you can see the allocation as to where that 13 is gone. uh, Traditional foreign aid, 6.9, military supplies, 3.5, US military deployments and intelligence, 3 billion, enforcing sanctions and other aid, equals 176 million so a measly 13.6 billion 
but it doesn't stop there because there will be more. And then this is as of today. Biden says U.S. will send 1.3 billion additional military and economic support to Ukraine. Okay, but it doesn't stop there. This is what is going to also <laughs> equal some funds and is also going to deteriorate our societal norms, even though they're not too, the standard is not too high nowadays because we're a very godless and immoral society. But anyway, Biden announces the Unite for Ukraine program to settle Ukrainian refugees in the U.S. And guess how much that's going to cost? President announced an additional 500 million in economic support to Ukraine and also the new Unite for Ukraine program. So I'm assuming that 500 million will help go over to Ukraine and bring back people labeled as refugees. At the same time, 1.6 billion, 3.6 billion, so the billions will continue to compound. And that right there to me is a is a threat to my financial security because while they're just buying up and sending funds, they're laundering funds ultimately through Ukraine to whoever pocket it ends up in. And they're doing that without any concern whatsoever towards the savings of everyday working, saving individuals. And that's a threat to my financial security because while most people got to go earn, they just create an ascendant. So I'm like, hey, as I always say, all f- dollars are not created equal. And I'm more uh, concerned than ever at how they're weaponizing the fiat currency. And so it makes it that much easier. And I'm about to you know, show you my little demonstration here. It makes it that much easier to say this instrument here, they're, they're sending it everywhere. While this instrument here, get a little closer so you guys can see that. This instrument here is not something that they can just create and send around the world because this actually takes energy to go get. So big difference in dollars. Huh. So it makes me that much more excited to redeem those fiat notes when I can. Okay, enough rambling. Let's keep it moving. Uh, let me see here. So a couple more things here. <sighs> this stuff never stops. Just filtering through the noise. U.S. banks set to write off $15 billion in Russian assets. So due to the deliberate attempt to deny Russia the chance to pay their bills, some banks will be on the losing end of that. And what will they have to do? Oh, just write it off. And actually, because it's on their balance sheet, it was created after somebody signed their signature. So it's, it's relatively speaking, it's easy to discharge. But one person's asset is another person's liability. So it's good to say that those banks that will do these writing off, uh, no problem. The Fed will come in and buy them up or help bail them out. But it says U.S. banks are facing massive write offs following their exit from Russia. Citigroup is one of the banks with the largest disclosed exposure to Russia. Some banks have performed well despite Russian uh, exposure thanks to rising interest rates. So a single too big to fail bank uh, is extremely exposed. But once again, when a monetary system is set up for them to be bailed out or bailed in, however you want to look at it at some point, uh, those write-offs are they're, they're pennies in the bucket. But at one point, all this stuff adds up. And it hurts the individual users and holders and savers of the currency that they are deliberately abusing and debasing at the same time. So just more things worth touching on. And on another note here, this is uh, interesting. It says U.S. Treasury Secretary led a walkout of the G20 meeting as Russian officials started talking. So how childish will they be 
uh, you get up and walk out as if that does anything other than gives the news story something to rave about and say, hey, make it just look as if they're so in collaboration with uh, the agenda against Russia, as if like Russia really gives a damn. Anyway, keep it moving. And so while the U.S. and the West are continuing to play you know, hardball, play that tough guy, good guy, bad guy situation, Russia and China are still buddying up. So here's a tweet that came out two days ago. It says, Vice President Minister, uh, I'm not going to butcher his name, met with Russian ambassador saying, no matter how the international situation changes, China will enhance strategic cooperation with Russia to promote a new model of international relations and a community with a shared future of mankind for mankind. So we have representatives from China and Russia basically saying, despite what the West does, uh, we're still working towards our agenda. Take of it or what you may. And so I just wanted to share with you real quick, more proof of the deliberate weaponization, which should cause all of us, in my humble opinion, to rethink some things think beyond some things and reshuffle our own positions when it comes to these fictitious mediums of exchanges. And in particular, what you guys are looking at here is the United States money supply of the M2. So from basically being at near zero up to, as it says here, $21 trillion and counting of which within the last uh, two years, but eight or so trillion, eight trillion dollars ish was created and nothing was solved, but more deliberate use of currency to try to sustain this crumbling monetary structure. It has completely eroded trust, confidence in the political sphere, in the in the financial sphere and the socioeconomic conditions are also deteriorating as more people are out here thinking that. You know, what bothers me is the financial literacy community that's telling people at the same time to save more of what is being used to destroy us because of outdated information. And so that comes from people not having a monetary foundation to understand the difference between fiat money and sound money, whether or not you're a gold bug, silver bug, it doesn't matter, but having something that can't be easily used as a weapon against them. So ultimately people are being encouraged to step into or to be a participant in their own financial destruction, short and long-term. And that is why I try to reach as many people as possible just to get people to think beyond what they're being told and taught because there's an agenda behind it all. Even I have an agenda and it's to help people unplug from this matrix while realizing that from the spiritual side of things, we are in this world, but not of it. There's two governments running parallel right now as we speak, the natural and the spiritual, the kingdom of God versus this world order that's they're trying to make it a new one. But ultimately, they're running side by side. And by faith, you can live in and and and. And I will say thrive, but you can be sustained if your allegiance is in right standing with the government of heaven. But I will go on and on and on. But some people didn't come in for that, but it's inevitable. Anyway, keep it moving. Uh, 
more information here about China, Russia working together. China basically saying to hell with those sanctions. We're not participating. China's energy giants in talks for shale's Russian gas stake. So while the West is worried about trying to remove themselves uh, from Russian energy, China's coming in and trying to buy stuff up. So uh, this right here will eventually, before the end of this year, these companies here, these groups here, these conglomerates here that's looking to uh, further expand their their asset holdings into Russia, they're going to make an, a major announcement. And it has something to do with energy and some form of a currency basket, I believe. But uh, this is just a little something. And Sinopec, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken, where uh, Saudi Arabia or some of the OPEC nations, I think Saudi Arabia in particular, decided to partner with Saint, Saint Sinopec, which is the Chinese version of their you know uh, energy uh, in China. So Saudi Arabia and Russia, Saudi Arabia and China are working together through Sinopec. So ultimately saying they, if they, if, if Saudi Arabia bought a portion of, or, or is cl- collaborating with Sinopec, which happens to be Chinese owned led, then that means Saudi Arabia is up in this deal as well. Or you just say the OPEC nations in its entirety are up in this as well. And so, uh, this is, has a lot much, this is a much broader, uh, uh, view a uh, subject matter here when China decides to step in and try to buy up as more companies are forced out of Russia. Uh, it says here, uh, CNOP, CNNPC, and Sinopec Group are in joint discussions with Shell over the company's 27.5% holding of the I'm gonna butcher it, but Sack Hallen, Sack Hallen 2 liquefied natural gas venture after the European firm said it would ha- had to exit as a result of the Russian-Ukraine conflict. So I actually looked up this Sac Halen 2 region, and this is a territory on the eastern coast of Russia on an island that's in Russia, and China and these other groups are coming in and buying a percentage of that whole territory there in reference to the asset there. So uh, Russia and China's further in their cooperation together. So uh, not surprising whatsoever. But anyway, let's uh, get open the phone lines. I thought I would just start off by talking about the reshuffling of the reserve basket for certain nations, uh, basically dialing back their holdings of the Federal Reserve note, a.k.a. the dollar, bit by bit, and more things being added into it. And in, for, in particular for Russia or for China or for Israel, rather, uh, the renminbi was added, just a small amount, but all it takes is just a little bit not to cause too much problems, not to make too much noise, but over time it'll grow. And until something else is announced. But anyway, let's uh, let's talk. Open the phone lines. And as always, for those that are joining in, hit the thumbs up button if you don't mind. Show your support for the channel. Hopefully more people are notified so that uh, more people can find out, you know, an alternative side to this narrative that we're being fed. The lies that we're being fed. And while we're at it, let's uh, jump on the phone. Let's talk. Uh, feel free to give me a call. Share your two cents on some things. What did I miss? What should I add in? There's more stories than one person can touch on, but that's why I rely upon you guys in the community to bring some truth to the surface. So anyway, give me a call. Phone lines are open and uh, we can keep it moving. And I'll also check in via chat. Feel free to let me know what's on your radar out there via chat. Ask a question, throw out some thoughts. We can go from there. Uh, let, me, da, 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 da. let me see. I see a lot of back and forth amongst the community. Let me see anything out there stand out. Uh, da, 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 da. Let me see here. No thoughts, no ideas. Uh, okay, so yeah, highlight at rethinking a dollar. If something jumps out, I'll, I'll add to it or share my two cents on it. But 
Uh, for those that I encourage you, go join the Discord and Telegram. I share a variety of subject matter there that uh, should get you to think outside the mainstream narrative as to what's really happening in all aspects of our lives. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Uh, Mike, this is the coolest white dude in Yashaba, Mexico. What's going on, my man? Give me a quick thought. What's in your mind? I sent you an email yesterday with an article. 80% of the world's or the United States of Israel's currency has been created in the last 22 months. Yes. Let me grab I did a calculation. I did a calculation prorating this in the world debt uh-huh. Nearly 100% debt monetization by 2026. Hold on. Say, say that one more time. You broke up. Say that one more time. We'll have nearly 100% of debt monetization by 2026. I've been watching the world debt clock and prorating it at yeah. the increase rate. Mm-hmm. And we'll be near $50 trillion between 2025 and 2026, which would be about 100% of debt monetization. Mm. Meaning, meaning the people that are creating the currency are buying the bonds. Right. Yeah. Can you bring that article? Can you bring that article up? I mean, you're talking yep. a lot about currency. Yeah, I got it right here. And the fact that, yeah, that Israel's moving away from something that's increasing the supply. The value <laughs> should go down in a fair market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It's it's and that's where that that's the that's how that's where we get into the comp, how complicated this monetary structure is, because based upon what you just said and the in, increased the rapid amount of currency brought to existence, we should see much higher, in my personal opinion, much higher prices on everyday goods and services right now, more than what we're seeing now. And at the same time, the all the asset bubbles and things of that nature that have been deliberately pumped up, some of those prices, you know, are, are not they're, they're they're they've peaked and they're on their way down, signaling that deflationary crash that's uh, un, that's coming in a sense. So, it, it, you would I would think that we would be in a hyperinflationary environment if it all if it if it all made sense, but it doesn't. So that's why they can probably pump a lot more into the system and it still remain calm in a sense, because people are actually surprisingly still holding it in large amounts. <laughs> well, it's print or die. I mean, and yeah. you've seen every excuse, every excuse to print, whether it's fun, you know, funneling money through Ukraine for fake wars mm-hmm. or other things. Uh, you know, it's happy tax week. Um, something that I don't get involved in. But if I was to call and ask, let's say this guy named Mike, who Mm -hmm. used to have the coolest YouTube late night video out of Detroit, Uh YouTube channel, who said, do you live in fear? You'd go, no. Mm -hmm. But I'd say, why do you pay your taxes? And you'd go, oh, Mm -hmm. no, I kind of do. Because what you're paying for Uh is a criminal organization mm-hmm. that is not only targeting people outside the United States of Israel, mm-hmm. but also their own citizens, right. which we've learned in the last two years. Right. So, yeah, right. I'm down here in Mexico. I won't get involved in that sort of stuff. Right. Plus the 13th Amendment 
petition was not properly ratified, making federal income taxes not constitutional. Right. And so I, I'm, I'm an, I, I understand exactly what you're talking about. And, you know, you're in a position, obviously, where you're, you're willing to, you know, take uh, you're willing to uh, take it to that level in its entirety because you're not geographically located in this country. And depending on who you are, what your status is, and if you are out there vocally speaking, you know, encouraging that, then you, you put a target on your back even more so than just rendering to Caesars what's Caesars and doing what else, doing doing what you need to do with whatever else you have in a more beneficial way. So there's different ways of getting it, but I, I do get you on the whole, you know, funding our own demise. But at this point, you know, whatever the tax receipts were for this current season, I heard they're pretty much at all time highs or relatively high amounts coming in. They're creating currency without the taxes. So, you know, it's, you know, whether they, whether we give it back or not, they, you know, they sit in billions around the world anyway. So they got the printing press or they got the key, they got the keypad to send it anywhere. So it really doesn't make that big of a difference to comply or not to comply at this point. Cause it's at the end game now, in my opinion. Well, I, I would I would kind of agree with that, but I'd make the counter argument mm-hmm. like Peter Schiff would say: if they can't pay the thirty trillion dollar deficit, which doesn't include the entitled benefits or right. so-called entitled benefits, right? Then just print it. You know, hey, I just print it. Just put it. I mean, yeah, yeah. And money, they, they, and they, and they will. And that's why it's, it's, it's fiat. It's just budget. They they will print it. They will continue to create it. But then again. The taxation part is just to keep the citizens in check, to show them to for them to show us who's in charge. They'll get they'll demand their cut. And it's just for it's, it's, at this point, it's just a formality. It, it has no real meaning to them because it doesn't they're not living within their budget anyway because they're running a deficit overall. So it's not like the, little, the tax receipts are that big of a deal because we're way past a point of no return. It's just a reminder to you and us or to, to people who comply is that, you know, as long as you stay in line and you stay in, you know, with the collar around your neck, you know, everything will move, move finally. You'll be able to enjoy your freedom. You're paying for your freedom ultimately because the moment you start paying, you know, there will be a knock at your door. You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. So it's just to keep people in check, man, and, and, and it'll work until it doesn't. Well, well, okay, Michael, wouldn't you, couldn't you say the same thing with the mask? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. this is all about control. We tell you what to do. I mean, the people that go into politics are people that like to tell other people what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the poor people that are going around causing all these problems, telling the rich folk what to do. <laughs> right. Very true. I'll let some other callers hey, come in, but that's I did, I, man. I appreciate you, man. You, you, you're always dropping nuggets, my man. Thank you for calling in. I, and I, hey, I feel you. you I feel you. But you know, you know, two guys or three or four or five is not enough to 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 shake up the shake up the the country. We need three hundred some million. We need only a, it's only one hundred and fifty taxpaying people, but one hundred fifty million. But we need a hundred plus million people to all you know make that decision to really make a dent in anything. In my opinion, which it starts with one. Well, though. It starts with one. So Dennis, you that guy. <laughs> I've called in the past and told you the solution. Look, yeah. there's only about 300 bad characters in the world. Mm-hmm. There's 8 billion people. We can't take care of this problem. Give me a break. <laughs> hey, man. I'm, 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 I'm on your side, Dennis. I appreciate you, man. Well, that's what got me kicked off YouTube. I had the videos called Got Cancer, Make Your Life Count. Mm, hey, uh-huh. hey, we'll keep that. We'll keep that for off YouTube, man. But I appreciate you calling, man.
Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, man. I appreciate the, the call and the feedback, man. You know, Dennis definitely dropped some nuggets. And so I, I hear his angle. I hear his solution, his strategy, 100%. But yet right now, just me with this mic, I'm one person. But I'm talking to about 200-plus people right now. And so unless each and every one of us, bit by bit, try to amplify, you know, a a a a a, a productive, nonviolent, like, uh, you know, like what's, what's I'm trying to think of the words or the pro- approach or whatever it is to, you know, just through sheer words, have the amount of impact needed to start a real movement to lead the change. Of course, it takes action. But you got to be able to communicate it effectively for people to even be willing to give you a, a minute of their time to listen, because you can't go out there with a pitchfork and and demand change just because you know we're past that point now. Like you know when the French, when, you know when when France went through their revolution, people were out there burning stuff because of the day of French uh, the Frank. But yet now we're at the same point now where the currency's been debased. People don't know the cause of it, but getting people to wake up and to actually you know, make that change, make those changes. It's like, man, I'm still trying to figure out the, 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 the word, the words, the phrase, the video, the video, the graphics or anything to, to get more people to wake up. But once again, it takes a, it takes, it takes a community of people or like-minded people to continue to just share your testimony, share your story. And, you know, and what, you know, I can go down some rants, man. I don't know if I should, but ah, yeah, it's just, you know, like, yeah, how much, yeah, how much is too much of a fight that is not even worth, you know, not in a fight you're going to win. Like, you know, when you know you're not going to win because this life is temporary, like imagine spending all this energy and effort trying to fight the man and knowing that, you know, like from the spiritual essence of things, you know, by faith, you know, you're still a, a, a you're called to inherit the land and you know, it may, and that's the thing, like that stuff won't happen in its entirety in this life. Like, you know, we're, you know what I'm saying? That's where I was like, ah, that, that, you know, the, the cares of this world, that's where I like, that's where it's not a struggle, but that's where I really like, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to touch people on the, on the other side of the equation. As I mentioned before, we got the natural and the spiritual, we got the kingdom of God is operating right now as we speak versus, you know, this world order, they're trying to renew, you know, they're running parallel to each other. They're, you know, they actually, you know, one is much greater than the other one, but yet, that's that's where the power lies talking about the kingdom of God and its impact on our lives today, because God is able to do away with all this, like to where paying taxes is to me is not even a big deal just because, you know, God is, you know, funneling money through me to be a blessing to other people anyway. So, you know, if I do it right, I'll have more to give. You know, what I'm saying, I, you know, I don't mind paying just because if the Lord's blessing me the way that I'm supposed to be, if I'm obedient under his in right standing with his government. I'm going to have more than enough to be able to do what I need to do as well as make a difference in people's lives. So yeah, man, that's, that's just me. Um, uh, TB says spiritual is new world order. Uh, okay. I can ride with that, you know? And I was thinking about like, I, you know, I got a couple of video topics I want to touch and, you know, one of them has to do with the new world order. And so, you know, it's one thing that, you know, we have uh, all the presidents are excited. Politicians are excited. They're forming bodies of government to get to get excited. And I'm thinking like, you know, on a doom and gloom side, it sounds bad. But if you look at it through your spiritual lenses, if you're of faith, you know, everybody you know, looks at 
things differently. But, you know, based upon my perception, I'll talk about my perception, looking through my my spiritual lens. And if I place the if I put some shades on, I wish I had some. If I, if I put some shades on, I call them my kingdom shades. And when I talk about kingdom shades, I'm referring to an eternal government that is present now and that is all knowing, all powerful. And it has a king sitting on a throne. And I refer to that individual as my savior um, and his promise. The, the new world order is it, kind of exciting because I look at that order referring to the millennial reign of Christ and knowing that, you know, according to what I believe that within the next within, you know, God forbid, you know, God, if I live to see this, I'd be that'd be something worth seeing. But the moment I'm not in the land of the living and according to my faith, you know, in his presence, but then again, coming back to earth for a thousand year period. Now, depending on your biblical, whatever, some people, might, whatever, whatever. But during the millennial reign, that order there is exciting because we'll be in a, in a environment where there'll be no deception. There'll be no evil one because of his temporary holding for that thousand years. Then he'll be un- unleashed. But that is an order that is exciting because I, I believe that. And so but looking at that from that standpoint, I'm like, you know, bring it on. Like, let's let's get this thing moving. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, it's just, it, it, you know, but yet once again, according to your faith, be it unto you. But to, that to me is a new world order, you know, the millennial world order. Like, so I'm trying to think about a visual aid to work on that because I'm more excited talking about spiritual things than I am the natural things. Just because the natural is fading away. It's fading fast. And, you know, I, I want to help people get through the door. And that door I'm referring to is their acceptance of their dual citizenship. Like, you know, we're talking about another government. The kingdom of God is a government that's present now. You know, there's citizenship that comes with that. And through that citizenship itself comes some blessings as being a uh, a, a citizen of a eternal, all abundant government. Man, it's just, man, this stuff goes deeper than my, this goes deeper than I'm willing to rant about now. But this is where I want things to go. Anyway, hello, Carlos. Where we call it from? Hey, Mike. It's low blood pressure from the streets of Corpus Christi. LBP. What's going on, man? How you doing? Good, man. Good. I hope you're doing good. Look, Mike, this destruction is gonna be wonderful, Mike. Mm-hmm. It's gonna just just have your uh, golden and silver lottery tickets ready because it's gonna be a little rough. But at the other end, they're not gonna be able to enforce all their nastiness because it's gonna be they're not gonna be able to pay anybody to do it. Yeah, I, I would hope I would ho- hope it plays out that way. <laughs> but but even so, man, like, you know, as I was just going through a little rant about, you know, the kingdom of God, and this is all based upon the, you know, uh, the, the, the faith side of things. You know, gold and silver serves its point in the natural during this time frame. But even it down the line, you know, won't really do much of nothing for anybody just because if society is so broken down and there's no trade and there's no i mean just it, it, it serves its point and, and in the short term sure but what i'm talking about down the line like you know i don't think people are gonna give a care about you know gold or silver you know in the end of this because once again you can't take it with you you know what i'm saying so but i get your point though <laughs> yeah in the end if it's total if it's the end the end mike of course you know <laughs> number one it's upstairs you know yeah. you gotta be but but i Look, look, look at other countries that have been through it, Venezuela, Zimbabwe. Right. It wasn't, everybody wasn't eating each other. That You know, right. I wish it would happen here, but it ain't going to happen. Right. So, you know, just, 
it's going to be a little rough. And then everything will be on sale, and then we'll be good, and we'll, we'll laugh about it, you know? Hey, hey I'll, I'll stand in agreement with you on that, my friend. <laughs> good stuff, man. I appreciate you. All right, Mike. All, all good things are all, all things are good with God, all right? A hundred percent, man. Appreciate you, boss. All right, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, good stuff, man. LBP in the building. All right, let's keep it moving, man. So feel free to throw out some thoughts, ideas, suggestions, you know, and please, you know, please let me know where I'm wrong. I, you know, let me know where I'm getting it wrong. You know, please, I, I'm okay with that. I don't know nothing. I'm just a man with a mic and an opinion. That's all. I could be 100% wrong. Let me know. Hello, caller. Which one are we calling from? Mike. Hi there. What's your name? We calling from? This is Calypso. I'm calling from Mexico at the moment. Calypso. <laughs> I watch your show all oh. the time. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank Calypso you. Calypso Moon. Yes. Um, well, I try to get into your live all the time, but I definitely watch the replays and mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Thank you for calling. What's, I what's wanted to I, I wanted to touch on well, first of all, I was in the chat talking about the prices for rent and everything skyrocketing, which is why I'm in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Because it is a lot easier to live out here than in Phoenix, where a studio apartment is going for $1,200 a month now. Mm. And I'm like, I just, I'm a single mom, so I can't afford to make three times that rent to live there yeah. and then pay all that money and utilities and everything else, the price of food, gas. So I'm out here for now. But I did want to touch on with what's going on in China and mm-hmm. around the world with all these shortages. And okay. <laughs> this orchestration, basically, okay. um, what I'm seeing here is that they already knew all this was going to happen a long time ago. Mm-hmm. When Even when I was younger, they were talking about the grain, how they had the grain stored and the seeds stored. Mm-hmm. They already knew there was going to be this famine and all this stuff going on, and there was too many people to feed. Right. So I feel like the New World Order is just that. They're getting us in order. So that they can continue to have the elite at the top and us bottom feed them or feeders at the bottom. Right. That's how I feel. It's like everybody can't, everybody's not going to be able to be fed. So somebody got to go. Right. <laughs> that's right. how I see it. And I mean, I just feel like that's the orchestration. They're all working together. Mm-hmm. They're higher up, the oligarchs, all of them people. They knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And they knew it was too many people to distribute everything around i feel even though i don't think it's too many people i just think people are selfish right so that's my opinion that's my viewpoint and i'm gonna leave it at there i appreciate you mike yes appreciate you thanks for calling so qu- quick question for you how how long you been down in mexico and you know is that your permanent home or you just passing through or what's what's your plans because it sounds like you know you you're doing something good down there so what's your plans down there well, I've been here for a month now. I'm planning on staying till the end of the year mm-hmm. until hopefully the uh, housing market crashes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just winging it right now. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm stable. I have an income. You know, I'm surviving. But it's like, and it's very beautiful here. I'm not complaining at all. Yeah. But yeah, that's my plan. Like, I can't afford to live in my home in Phoenix. It's just mm-hmm. too much for a three bedroom. It's twenty five hundred dollars a month, and I got mm. two kids, and we all can't sleep in the same room. Yeah, so and like that, it's just too much. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, you sound like you got a plan. I wish you the best with it. 
keep us posted on what's going on down there and keep doing what you're doing. All right, you too, Mike. Yeah, Thanks. Be good. Uh, yeah, good stuff, man. So uh, another person in Mexico down there doing their thug thizzle. And speaking of which, when she was talking about a coordinated plan because of uh, the inability or their, their meaning the, the power structure, the whole that power pyramid I usually put up, I'll put it up in a second, but the people is trying to orchestrate this transition. And I, I just, to me, it's easier to say that, you know, the, the demonic forces because they're influencing a lot of individuals here. And I, yeah, I got a man, I got to rant about that. But anyway, let me share with you just something that I did grab because I saw this, but you know, from Diego.com, everybody here is familiar with this. We talked about this was it a year ago, two years ago. I think it was like 2020. I think somebody brought this to our attention, but anyway, so this is, you know, this information here lets us know that of course there was a plan and they have even tried to calculate according to their models what the plan would look like as far as the amount of lives lost in this transition period. So just for those that might be new, uh, here's Diego.com. And this has actually been taken down since then, but it's a military CIA governmental contract company. That's, you know, a credit. I mean, they're, you know, there's a legitimate company that do things at that next level on that realm amongst governments. But anyway, here's a 2017, uh, statistics based upon population it was 327 million and it talks about the gross domestic product was 19 trillion so this is well before the, the the lockdowns and things of that nature but if you fast forward to the forecast of 2025 they're saying that they're anticipating the population of 100 million and the gross domestic product of 2.4 trillion so that's ultimately more than half of the of more than half of the U.S. population, their forecasting will not be here in 2025, as well as us having the strongest economy will no longer be the case as well, because we're going from 19 trillion, which is passed to 2.4 trillion. And that's basically just a way of just talking about, you know, the, the way the revenue is calculated for our government. And I include government spend expenditures in that whole little loophole as well. And that's more than a 80, 90 percent drop. So something they plan on seeing something go down between now and then if they have their way. But the grace of God is better than that. So uh, I do uh, believe that God is capable of intervening. And for those that um, can agree on that, can can get in faith on that, more power to you. But unfortunately, an overwhelming majority of the populations that sleep at the wheel and they don't even know what's happening behind closed doors. And so those are the people that I'm concerned about because they're ultimately under attack and don't even know it. And they're complying to the fullest extent and participating in all the things that's being done to lead to the major losses of life. Like we're seeing on our graph there's, and that's disturbing. But then again, you can't reach them all, but you can only reach a few and that's why I think it, you know, for those that are tuning in right now, you know, I, I, I just believe it, it's our responsibility, you know, to not give up on reaching as many people as possible with truth that the Lord leads you in sharing truth. And of course, that ultimate truth happens to be through being born again into the kingdom of God, having that dual citizenship to where if you happen to leave this life early, your citizenship grants you a eternal presence with your savior, with the king himself. 
And that is just priceless, man. We can't take that for granted because there will be a major loss of life. It's inevitable, but not everyone has to go to hell in a sense. But anyway, I can rant on, but I'm not. As always, I appreciate everybody for blessing me with your presence. It is a great opportunity to be before you guys. And so I thank you. And for those that might be new, click the, hit the thumbs up button, share your support for the channel. And I, I want to encourage you, if you don't mind, take this video, share it with other people so they can get a chance to connect with a community of like-minded individuals or grab some articles or links or whatever out of here and put it out there so people can see that, you know, you won't find truth on from someone that reads from a teleprompter <laughs> because it's been written by, it's a script written by somebody who obviously, you know, wants you to believe a lie, you know, like that's the whole disinformation, misinformation is, you know, them not wanting you c- to combat their controlled narrative through this transition. So, Hey, I'm gonna do the best I can to continue to push forward. But anyway, people be blessed, stay safe, stay prayed up. You know, take this time that you have, seek God's face and he will be found. We need wisdom, people, so that we can act accordingly and and actually make a difference for the kingdom. Like, you know, our job ultimately is to win souls, to bring people into the family. That's our job. And let the Lord handle all that other stuff. So, but anyway, we know what time it is. And so whether snake venom or not, you know, I, you know, we're, we're going to find out. And that's a way, part of the whole depopulation aspect. A lot of people are, might be in for a rude awakening and they didn't even know it was coming, but if you're tuned in here, you do know. Anyway, be blessed, be safe. Let's end off with a little bit of prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you thanking you for your goodness and mercy and grace. Father, we thank you that your kingdom is present right now. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity to enter into your kingdom through your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the shed blood. We thank you for the remission of our sins. We thank you, Father, for the new life that comes through accepting and receiving the Savior himself as the only method for eternal life, Father. We thank you in advance, and may those who are not in the family, Father, be open to receiving and understanding your uh, work that's at play right now for all of us, Father, so that we can be effective for you to bring you glory, to, to lessen ourselves and increase you more in our lives and daily activities. We pray for those that are being persecuted right now around this planet, Father, that you will give them strength to continue to fight the good fight of faith and to continue to press forward. Uh, just for just for your glory. We thank you in advance. Amen. All right, people. That's all she wrote. You know how we do this. Be blessed, be safe. And speaking of which, you know, the, watch the water. That is a, a very informative video because more and more information is coming out about the deliberate attack on humanity via the health realm. And so we got the health aspects, the monetary aspects. We have the social economic aspect and the spiritual all colliding right now. But anyway, God is better than that. Yeah, as always, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things you need will be added unto you. I believe that. And this is a time to, you know, double down on that statement there, if you believe. But anyway, be blessed, be safe. Peace.